Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. The amazing Betty White, who recently passed away just shy of her 100th birthday, once told Parade that at age 95, her secret to longevity was to enjoy the positive, not the negative. Today's episode is on the power of positivity. Now, I had to phrase the episode that specific way because there is a literal power to individual positivity and especially united positivity. So let me give you an unusual example of this power. I was at a leadership conference uh, several years ago with around 20 or so people, and the instructor was trying to show us the example of power and of unity and positivity. To do this, he asked for a volunteer, and that person stood in the front of the classroom, basically, and had their arms outstretched, and then he tried to push down on that person's arms. Now, while pushing down the arms, he had the whole class just say yes over and over again. And while while we said yes, and he tried to push down on the arms, he was just unable to do so. I mean, the instructor would even push himself off the ground while trying to push down on the arm just to try to get the arm to push down and had a hard time doing so. Now, he would do, then we, he would have us do the other thing. He would say, have us all say no at the same time. So the rest of us would chant, no, no, no. Right? And then, uh, then he would again try to push down on the arm. And this time the arm would just flop down easily. He could push it down with like two fingers just, and the arm would just flop down. So, and so therefore showing us how strong yes could be versus no. Now then he went a step further. He would have the person go out of the room and then he would tell us which just to think in our minds, thinking yes or thinking no. And so, again, he would have us just say, okay, just think no this time. And so the person would come in the room and we'd all be thinking no, 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 no. And then the person would put down the arms and again, he would just be able to push down the arms very easily with just a couple fingers. And then he'd have the person leave the room. And then this time, you know, we'd all think yes. And so the person would come in, we all think yes, 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 yes. And then he'd try to push down the arms. And again, just unable to push down the person's arms again, just having to, um, you know, he'd be able to lift himself off the ground with the person's arms because they were so strengthened just by us saying yes, 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 over and over again. Now, I know that's a bit of a different kind of example, and I haven't tried to replicate it in a large group or in a don't know if it would work in a small group, uh, but the reason I use that example is because now imagine what we do to ourselves all day, whether, you know, in the yes, no kind of a fashion, because imagine what we're saying to ourselves. How many times do we say no to ourselves, uh, even if it's not the word no, but that all the negative thinking or the positive thinking, because we're doing that to ourselves all day long, or what we surround ourselves with, whether it's people or what we with music or whatever we're doing, whether it's saying yes or no, and we're doing that to ourselves all day long. What kind of power are we putting into ourselves? Are we strengthening ourselves up or are we pushing ourselves down? So let's examine the negativity that we put into our lives uh, and look how we can change that into positivity. 
let's examine our self-talk. How often do you criticize or say something bad about yourself during the day? Like, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm horrible, or that was dumb, and, and so forth. That's one form of negativity. How often do you compare yourself to others? Oh, he's way more handsome than me. She's so much smarter than to me, than me. I, I wish I had his, her, their money, physique, job, hair, whatever. Right? Again, more negativity. How often do you use absolutes during the day? And those are things like, oh, I have to do this, or I must do this. I can't. All of those kind of words are absolutes. Uh, and that's more negativity. And why Why are those negativities? Well, they, be, they put undue pressure on ourselves uh, or others uh, because they're statements that are unrealistic and they're rarely true. Uh, and how often do you put uh, others down or gossip? Again, just more negativity. Uh, so if you're not sure if you need more positivity in your life, uh, try this experiment. Not to make yourself for, feel worse because that's not what we're trying to do in this podcast is not to you know, make a mark, you know, figure out how bad you're doing and go, oh gosh, I'm horrible. That'd be, that'd go back to just being adding more negativity. We don't want that, but it does, but it does help to just look at a baseline and go, okay, well, this is what I can do to improve on. Then you can look back on it and go, yeah, I am doing better. Um, so you can take a notepad or an app or just anything, or like a little clicker that you can just kind of keep track of marks. And every time you do one of the above, just during the day, just put a little mark and just kind of keep track of it. And that's just whether you think it or say it out loud and just see how many times during the day you're basically saying no to yourself. And I think you may be a little surprised or even overwhelmed by how much negativity you're putting into your life. And it's not something you're going to just, oh, perfect. Like, okay, I'm now positive, meaning that I've now perfected it and I don't do any of this to myself. It's like being a mom or a dad or a friend or a counselor. It's not something you're ever going to be perfect at. It's just something you try to be better at, uh, hopefully every day. So, so how do we improve on our positivity? How do we become a generally positive person? Well, there's lots of ways, but I've got a few really good ones for you today. So one, every time you find yourself thinking or doing one of the negatives that I just talked about above, Start by arguing with yourself. For example, let's take one of the absolutes. Let's say uh, one that's pretty common, like, oh, I have to go buy milk today. You know, we, we have to have milk in the morning, you know, or my family's not going to be able to have cereal, or, you know, eat breakfast or whatever. Um, so you'd argue with that. Well, why do we have to have cereal in the morning? Why do we have to have milk in the morning? Uh What's going to happen if I don't have milk? You know, well, they, they might complain or I might, I might not have the nutrients I need in the morning. Well, what happens if I don't have the nutrients I need in the morning? Well, I guess I'll have them later in the day. Uh, or my family might complain. Well, I might not like my family complaining, but is that something that I have to be able to get do along with in my life? Well, I prefer not to have my family complain. I don't have to have them not complain. I just prefer them not to complain. So in that case, I prefer to get the milk today but i don't actually have to buy the milk today it's just something i prefer to have and so if we can change that those, those that wording just that little bit of wording to i prefer to get the milk to from i have to well that relieves a lot of stress on yourself 
Uh, and you can do this with any of the negatives, whether it's, oh, I'm, I'm a horrible person or that was dumb or anything. The important thing is that the positive view wins the argument at the end. Um, another thing you can do, uh, especially if you're having a hard time with the positive view winning the argument, is positive affirmations. And you want to focus the affirmations based on what you need, whether it's about your body or whether it's about your self-esteem or about strength that you need throughout the day and so forth. And the Internet is full of thousands of them. Um, and they're made fun of a lot. And sometimes people question whether repeating something over and over, uh, maybe something you aren't even wholly 100% committed to, actually works. And the answer is, Yes, yes, it works very well. There is a power of saying something over and over. You will eventually believe it. Uh, my, one of my favorite examples is I had a customer uh, who just did loved post-it notes and had just hundreds of self-affirmations. Uh, things like, my mood is calm and relaxed, or I think thoughts that uplift and nourish me, or I'm a wonderful person, and I can handle stress, and I am pleased with handle, how I handle my emotional needs, and I love and honor my body, and just so forth. And just put them everywhere, so like around her apartment. So you, as soon as you walked in her door, you'd see like a dozen right in front of you. And you, if you... She had them on her bathroom mirror, and she and she had them on her planner, and she and everywhere you look, there's going to be there was a post. You couldn't look anywhere without seeing a post-it note of something. Uh, nowadays, you can put it on, you know, your your laptop, or you can put it on your iPhone or whatever, uh, you, you know, the, the screen or whatever, just to be able to see. Every time you open it, you can see it, and that would give you a positive affirmation. You can have positive affirmations sent to you. There's apps that can give you one every single day. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to get affirmations, and I think simply wanting them to work helps them work. Now, a third thing that you can do is a gratitude journal, or at least every day reflect back on the day and see what you were grateful for. Uh, this may seem hard at first for some people, um, but in my previous job, there was one time that we gave customers an assignment and ourselves to come up with a hundred things we were grateful for. And at first that seemed like almost impossible, a hundred things. But once you got really specific on things you were grateful for uh, and got rolling, it was actually very easy. Uh, and in fact, I challenge you to do that. Start listing a hundred things. And once you start listing them, and, and, if you, and if you get very specific, you'll realize that it's really not that hard. There's actually lots and lots of things to be grateful for. And so when you start looking back on the day, and again, once you're specific and you just don't go generally like, oh, it was a wonderful, just nice day. I mean, you, you, if you get really specific on things, perhaps it was something you ate during the day. Perhaps it was something that you saw. Perhaps it was something you helped out with. But anyway, there's a lot of things to be grateful for. But it's important to be grateful even if you have to force yourself to at first. Because remember, it's not happy people who are grateful it's grateful people who are happy. Okay, a fourth and very important thing you can do is surround yourself with positivity. Music, literature, more makes a difference. What goes in is what comes out. But this also, and this is very important, includes people. So now we have to get to something 
that you may have noticed I haven't directly addressed. And that is, what is positivity? Because that word makes some people really angry. In fact, it's not uncommon to hear someone say, I hate positive or happy people. So let's start with a simple definition of positivity and then add to it. And I believe that some of those people who hate positivity or are trying to avoid it will like it and want to embrace it. So, base definition of positivity. Someone who is generally positive and optimistic. Okay, admittedly, we that didn't get us very far. Haters are still hating, and why are many of them hating? Because our emotions are based on our experiences. And what are some of those experiences where people could be mistaken for being positive? But I would argue that in reality, they are not. Think about some horrible situations, like somebody just gets fired at work. Or a friend has a young child who dies in a bicycle accident. Well, some would say a positive person at work would be the smiley, happy person saying, isn't this a great day? Or the person who tells their friend, it's good that young Timmy has passed on. He's now in a better place and doesn't have to face the hardships of this world. On the surface, these seem like optimistic comments, but I would say they are not positive. For me, imagine all the good traits you would want in a friend. And that is what a positive person is. Caring, empathetic, patient, warm, pleasant, and so forth. You don't see those traits in the comments above. No wonder a hater is going to hate. They think positive people are fake, uncaring, and empathetic. A true positive person, on the other hand, to use the example for the person with a child that just died, would express empathy and be there for their friend. Perhaps they would just cry together for a while. Yes, that's positive, even though they are crying because they're both healing. Now, some haters are just going to hate because they're miserable and they want others to be miserable, or at least share in their misery. These people need treatment. I don't say that as a negative thing. Counseling is a positive thing. People aren't ashamed to treat their kidneys or knee problems. They shouldn't be ashamed to work on getting a healthier brain. However, you're not the one to provide this treatment. Leave that to a professional who is not personally involved. Until then, these unfortunate people are like tornadoes of negativity. Let me emphasize this. You cannot stop a tornado. You can only get sucked in. It's best just to stay clear of the tornadoes as much as possible. Now, just a quick side note for listeners with chronic pain on how positivity helps. Uh, it encourages changes in health behavior, including helping to be more receptive to health changes and advice and altering unhealthy habits. Positivity also improves problem-solving ability, which does come in handy with chronic pain. And of course, let's not forget that stress and pain are tightly connected, and positivity leads to less stress. I'm going to end this episode with a beautiful Facebook post written 
by the wonderful human being, Melanie R., that I got permission to quote here in my podcast, which really shows the real-life implications of positivity. The quote begins now. I often say that my life began at 42. This is not to minimize my wonderful children, incredible friends, or amazing adventures that happened previous to that. It's that I didn't value myself enough to appreciate everything I had. I minimized who I was and what I contributed to the space that I was in. I didn't know that I was attractive or that I was worth valuing in my own life. So I went day to day just existing, but not really taking in all that I was a part of. I missed my 20s and 30s. I spent too much time telling myself that I wasn't worthy of what I had around me. I insulted myself regularly. I felt like everyone was just putting up with me while not seeing how much I was actually a part of these things. At 42, my life shifted. I removed negative from my house. I actively changed how I spoke to myself. I started searching for adventures and for people who would contribute to the new me that I was trying to make. I valued them even more once I valued myself. We are coming up on a new year. This is the year to stop insulting yourself. Stop minimizing your part in your own life. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you are worthy. Realize you are an amazing part of this world. Realize your children see nothing but wonderful in you. Realize people like you for a reason. Don't let the nasty voice in your head take any more time away from you. Start enjoying who you are and who you were made to be. Know that you are important to the people in your world. They choose to be part of your life because you are worthwhile. You are amazing. You are worthy. You are loved. You are worth living. Please find that in yourself. It might change your world completely. Thank you for listening to Coping Skills for Chronic, Physical, and or Mental Health Issues, Helpful Hints and Bandages. Please complete the survey attached to the podcast so that I know which topics are most helpful to you. I'm going to keep the survey up for a while, so some topics may have already been given when you go to complete the survey. If so, don't let that dissuade you. I would still love to have your input. This is currently at least a monthly podcast, but depending on my health, demand, or urgency of topic, episodes could come sooner. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Sippo.